Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That reminds me of <clears throat> Hunter Biden telling his ABC News inquisitor interviewer, ask it nicer. Can't you ask nicer? I'll get you a bag of Coke and a room at the Chateau Marmont. We'll order some Dom Perignon. It's the John Belushi suite. Uh, It's Hunter Biden's life. It's crazy, isn't it? You see the terms that the judge laid down the other day. Said that Hunter Biden can go free, the judge in Delaware. You can go free, but no alcohol, no drugs, no firearms, right? He should probably be on suicide watch, don't you think? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, if he goes to jail, he can at least get drugs and alcohol. So he might have to think about that. Hey, let me see. I don't know. Living in the White House with no drugs, no alcohol. Wink, wink. Just kidding. Not like they're really going to test him or he's going to show up for tests or anything like that. But the judge told him no firearms, no alcohol, no drugs. Say it nicer to me. <laughs> Say it nicer. They said to the ABC, and you know what she did? She then said it nicer. Then she got nicer because, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, are you still dating your brother's widow? And- I've gone through my own struggles. Yeah. In and out of rehab seven, eight times. Say it nicer to me. <laughs> Sought treatment Sought for treatment. an issue Sought like Sought treatment people. for substance abuse yeah, issues so seven sensitive. or eight times. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So sorry. See, she didn't say it nice enough. And, you know, their chief anchor is... Uh, Clinton administration official named George Snuffleupagus. It is good to be a Democrat, isn't it? You tell the media to say it nicer, and they do. Joe Biden says, I hope that you'll be nice to me. They will. They've been giving you a tongue bath for years now. No problem. Don't worry about that. Isn't that great? All right, we've got a lot to get to in this hour. Uh, We've got Andrea Mitchell groveling and sniveling to a Democrat senator from Delaware, no less. Uh, And... uh, We've got, uh, I've, I've got to get to the, the creepy, corrupt news media going after me for the way I described Joe Biden's dog biting 10 Secret Service personnel between agents and Secret Service Uniform Division officers, biting 10 of them. And that's all. Didn't bite any civilians, all anti-law enforcement uh, uh, dog attacks. And uh, I want to get to that because some left-wing media decided to attack me for pointing out what should be obvious. And also, they have no sense of humor whatsoever. They've murdered humor in the United States. They've murdered comedy because they're not on the side of Western civilization. All right, so the, uh, the hearing yesterday on Capitol Hill on transgenderism and a young woman 
That's right, a young woman now 19 years old. Her, her birthday was yesterday. Uh, Chloe Cole testifying what the Democrats did to her when she was not even a teenager. She was nine years old, diagnosed with gender dysphoria, 12 years old, pumped full of male hormones, testosterone, and uh, given puberty blockers. Good idea. At 15, given a, uh, a double mastectomy. And then at 17, she said, you know, shook her head like, and said, wait a minute, what have they done to me? You mean I, I can't be a mother? I can't breastfeed? I can't, what else can't I do, thanks to the Democrat Party? Um, so she testified yesterday. And the Democrats are very angry, and the media attacks her. They say, oh, she talks to conservative media. Well, I noticed that the Washington Post doesn't have a story about the hearing yesterday and about her testimony. So she could talk to liberal media, left-wing, radical, anti-journalistic media. They just wouldn't publish her words. They wouldn't write the story. So if you want the truth to come out, you have to go to conservative media because the left will bury her in a shallow grave like they do so many other people and things, don't they? All right, let's go to uh, the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Alan calling from Chicago, Illinois. Alan, you're on the Chris Plant Show. 1964, at the age of 13, I was not entering puberty. I went through research at the University of Chicago to determine the cause of a condition called hypogonadism, which, uh, from which I did not produce testosterone. All of my life, I've gotten injections of testosterone. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of side effects. One is clotting, uh, worsened uh, apnea. But one of the things that I have suffered my entire life, going from the time I was 13 until now, is a cycle of depression, anger. I, I become furious when I'm at the peak. I'm depressed at the bottom. All of the lives of these people, they will probably have to get a monthly injection of this drug you're kind of like between anger and depression every month, back and forth. It's not a good condition. I'm now 72. In fact, we met in Orland Park. I recommended a certain book by Hayek. And I, it, it, it makes me nuts when I listen to advocates because your body operates pretty well at taking care of you. And what it's going to do, it's going to alter all of that. If you have a condition, fine. Have a doctor treat it. But why do you want to change what is normal to the body? I think it's nuts. Uh, and they're doing this to children. Now, you had a medical condition that was being addressed and diagnosed University yes. of Chicago. No slackers at the University of Chicago. But uh, still, you were very young at the time. And the diagnosis was a medical diagnosis. The treatment was recommended. It was uh, hormone injections, testosterone injections. And you say, since that time, all your life, you have been dealing with, uh, you talked about the apnea, depression, uh, mood swings, you become furious. Uh, the testosterone has affected you psychologically. You mentioned apnea, too, I think, right? And clotting, right? Yes. Um, yes. And, um, and uh, these are issues related to, associated with their known side effects of testosterone injections, yet the Democrats are recommending them highly for young girls. And Chris, let me, uh, let me say one thing. All of this research was destroyed in the 1960s by radicals who broke into the University of Chicago offices and poured tar 
on millions of dollars of research, fundamental research, because endocrinology is a fairly new science. And all of that data, everything that I went through was thrown away. Wow. Why do you think that is? Because uh, the left is nuts. And it didn't work out for them. They were wrong, so they erased their own history. Yeah, I... I I wonder if the university was concerned that, you know, there were elements of findings in the research, like we find with the COVID drug, that they didn't want to, you know, let the public or science know what other side effects are. But I've got to tell you, the emotional up and down, it's, it's been hell for the entire of my life. And I struggle with it every month. And anybody involved in hormone uh, abuse, because, you know, if you filled your mouth with saliva and spit, that's how much of uh, the drug you get every month. It's an insignificant amount. I'm 6'4", 295 pounds, my friend. And if you took a shot glass, it would merely coat the bottom of it. That's how powerful it is. Wow. Wow. Um, amazing. Uh, listen, Alan, I thank you for calling in and uh, telling your story in the context of Chloe Cole and her testimony yesterday, pumping her as a not even a teenage girl, a 12-year-old girl, full of testosterone, male hormones, and puberty blockers because at the age of nine, they, the Democrats, San Francisco, diagnosed her with gender dysphoria. Um, she was dealing, she says, with some, some mental health issues as a young girl. She was sexually assaulted as a young girl. And the Democrats moved in like the predators that they are. Uh, just, uh, just extraordinary. And I, I, and I do remember meeting you and uh, you recommending the uh, Friedrich Hayek uh, book uh, on uh, the economics, of course, Hayek, one of the great economists of uh, the last couple of centuries. Um, and I thank you for calling in to share your story. And, and uh, I didn't right. notice any mood swings when we met. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine now. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. Alan, uh, be well. Uh, and uh, you're in Chicago, so be safe, too. The weekend is coming. Thank you, sir. You I'll bet. Take care. Thanks, Alan. Thanks. Um, I tell you, let's go to, uh, let's go to my Newsmax, my Newsmax uh, moment. I want to get to the Bud Light update, too, because we've got an update for you there. But let's go to uh, uh, the, what I, I said when I talked about on my Newsmax show, The Right Squad, and uh, a couple of nights ago, we were talking about Joe Biden's dog, Commander. They had to get rid of their dog, Major, a German Shepherd, from the White House because Major, their German Shepherd, not good dog owners, the uh, Bidens, their dog, Major, had attacked and bitten a number of White House staffers. And so they got rid of the dog. I think they dropped it out of an airplane over the Atlantic Ocean and killed it. Uh, I'm just guessing, though. And then they got another German Shepherd, and they named it Commander, Major and Commander, Got a you know a military rank and a military rank, very militaristic, uh, and uh, very jingoistic. If you're a Republican and you had two German shepherds named Major and Commander, and they attacked and bit people all over the White House, that'd be a big story. But um, let's go to what I said because the the dog Commander came along, bit ten Secret Service personnel at the White House, breaking skin, sending people to the hospital to uh, have their wounds treated because their second family dog, after the first family dog had to be uh, thrown out of an airplane over the Atlantic uh, because it was biting White House staffers all over the place. The new dog, another militaristic 
uh, uh, German Shepherd named Commander, bit 10. You have Secret Service agents, and then you have the Secret Service uniform division uh, with great uniforms at the White House. And the second dog bit 10 Secret Service personnel. And so naturally, uh, just observing and reading and aware of what happened on my show on Newsmax, The Right Squad at 9 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, I, uh, I summed it up this way. This is a mess. I mean, the, the first dog they had to get rid of, Major, very militaristic Major, had to get rid of because it was attacking and biting people, breaking skin, bleeding, mm-hmm. hospital visits. Then they got a, a new German Shepherd and uh, lovely dogs. And the new German Shepherd, uh, apparently uh, not being treated very well, attacking 10 people. And they're all, I think it's an anti-law enforcement dog. It's a Democrat dog. It only attacks <laughs> law enforcement. This one didn't attack staffers. Secret Service agents, plain clothes, Secret Service officers, uniform division of Secret Service, 10 of them attacked, including hospital visits and, and all this. He might- including hospital visits and all. So I pointed out, I said, it's a Democrat dog. It's an anti-law enforcement. The Democrat Party is anti-law enforcement. They defund the police. They burn police cars. They injure thousands of police officers in their myriad riots from coast to coast. They, they lock the doors from the outside on police stations and set them on fire, which they uh, did during their, because St. George Floyd, all that. So that's what I said. Now, the left-wing radicals at Mediaite, they decided to do a story on this, and they posted the video. Newsmax host Chris Plant accuses Biden dog of being, quote, anti-law enforcement, end quote, for biting Secret Service agents. And Candace Ortiz typed up the story on behalf of the Democrat Party. Newsmax host Chris Plant had a tongue-in-cheek explanation. Hey, thanks for acknowledging that. For the string of biting attacks carried out by President Joe Biden's dog commander, Records from the Department of Homeland Security revealed this week that Commander, a two-year-old German Shepherd, had an affinity for biting Secret Service members. Ten instances were recorded by DHS from October 2022 to January 2023, just a few months. And now, why it is that they write up a story on this, it's, I'm drawing attention to the facts, right? So that's mediaite, radical left-wingers. Then radical left-wing Media Matters, Media Matters, with their headline, Newsmax host says Joe Biden's dog is, quote, an anti-law enforcement dog. It's a Democrat dog. That's what I said. They quoted me accurately, so I'll give them that. Chris Plant, President Trump didn't have any dogs attacking the Secret Service, attacking White House staff. See, I'm just pointing out the facts here. And they published a transcript, the radicals, at uh, Media Matters. And uh, then they weren't done. The Daily Beast with the headline, Newsmax host accuses Biden's, quote, Democrat dog, end quote, of being anti-police. Well, the reason I said that is because uh, the dog is anti-police. I mean, how many do you have to bite? Isn't 10 enough? I think that should be enough. You bite 10 law enforcement, Secret Service, Uniform Division, and and, uh, Plain Clothes Protective uh, division and and I guess you might be labeled anti-law enforcement. And who's anti-law enforcement? The Democrats. That's who. So don't be silly, you big stupids. And uh, there it is. Chris Plant also compared the White House pooch to Vice President Kamala Harris. Yeah, that's we were talking about attack dogs because the media is saying that uh, Kamala is the White House's new attack dog. I'm like, really? Or 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 or. And uh, it did make us think of Hillary barking like a dog, which she likes to do sometimes. Not often enough, if you ask Bill, 
But that's a, another thing for another day. You know, CBD is everywhere. Now they're putting CBD in everything. And my friends at Generic CBD have infused it into their number one best-selling deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream. Let me tell you, this stuff is amazing. Look at the reviews online. It melts right into your knees, elbows, shoulder, back, especially those stiff hands and fingers, the knuckles, the joints. Goes to work in a matter of seconds, and it's a fantastic moisturizer. I know, my best girl told me. The company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for less cash, less money. You get to save. And right now, speaking of saving, you can try their muscle and joint cream absolutely free. It's free. You just pay $2.95 for shipping and handling, and it's free. Don't worry, it's not a subscription. There are no strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know you're going to love it. You're going to buy more for yourself, for your mom, for people you know. You're going to give it away as gifts. Get your free sample at genericcbd.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com, genericcbd.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by Joe Biden's Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or illness. Yeah, so uh, all these left-wing media, they think they're attacking you. Uh, Just quote me accurately, okay? Then everything will be fine. Just quote me accurately. Because left-wingers will read it and they'll say, well, well, that's true. And uh, maybe a little bit of their leftism will melt away. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there are Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. octane action in the dust, a new film puts... Our staff of correspondents provide a fast-paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the Morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. Apparently in the Barbie movie in theaters now, the Ken, you know, Ken leaves Barbie world and he goes to the real world and he thinks that it's really great. And when he comes back, he brings the patriarchy, the patriarchy back to, to Barbie world. And Barbie's very upset and she has to smash the patriarchy. Um, but uh, Michael, when Ken comes back from the real world and he brings the patriarchy, does he bring electricity and... Telephones and airplanes and modern medicine and stuff? Does he bring modernity? Because, you know, I've been saying for a long time now, if the Democrats, uh, if they ever define what the patriarchy is, if they smash the patriarchy like they say they want to, um, would you still have electricity a year later? Would you still have airplanes? Would you have medicine? Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? 
Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. I got out of the shower. I got a dog, a little pup, dropped the ball in front of me. And for me to grab the ball, I grabbed the ball like this, and he ran. And I was joking, running after him to grab his tail. And what happened was that... uh, he slid on a throw rug, and I tripped on the, on the rug he slid on. That's what happened. Oh, man. <laughs> not 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 very exciting story. Now, kind of like the three stooges, really, but there's only one stooge. I think he'd be Shimp. I think he'd – he might even be Curly Joe because he's, you know, the fifth stooge. That's, uh, I think uh, – did I hear Jake Tapper sucking up to him there? I just – I got a syllable or two. I – my voice recognition programming detected that was the former Democrat Capitol Hill staffer, Jake Tapper. Man, oh yeah, yeah, honestly, you're not a slapstick comedy routine or anything like that. Or <laughs> Trying to grab the ball, then the dog's tail, then the mat flips out, and then, you know, honestly, Dagwood Bumstead over here uh, goes to town. That's our president, isn't he amazing? Uh, speaking of our president, the Gateway Pundit is breaking the news today. The Biden administration is refusing to provide Secret Service protection to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. See? Now, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s father was assassinated. That would be Robert F. Kennedy Sr. for Democrats listening along. It can be a challenge, I know. Robert F. Kennedy Sr. was shot on uh, June 5th, 1968 uh, uh, in Los Angeles, California, the night of the California primary by a man named Sirhan Sirhan, uh, who's been in prison ever since. And, in fact, the California Parole Board just granted parole to Sirhan Sirhan. Uh, It was quite some time ago now, about six months ago or so, they uh, granted parole to Sirhan Sirhan because they're Democrats. And and the Democrat governor, Gavin Newsom, is such a racist that he won't even respect the uh, verdict of the California Parole Board and let Sirhan Sirhan out of prison. Now, I've been predicting for some time now, if Gavin Newsom decides that he's going to run for president and Bobby Kennedy Jr. is running for president too, then he'll sign the paper to release Sirhan Sirhan, just to send him on the run. But the Gateway Pundit uh, reporting today that uh, Biden administration refuses to provide Robert F. Kennedy Jr. with Secret Service protection despite his standing in the race. And his family history. His father was assassinated by Sirhan Sirhan because his father was deemed to be too pro-Israel by Sirhan Sirhan. Sirhan Sirhan, um, not a Muslim, not a Muslim, a Christian, Arab, Christian, uh, anti-Israel, like the Democrat Party today. You know, I've been saying for a long time, the Democrat Party with all their anti-Israel coalition, the, uh, the squad and all of that, and they're racist, they call Israel racist, and, you know, uh, from the river to the sea, they want to eliminate Israel, just like Sirhan Sirhan. So today, the Democrat Party is closer on the political spectrum to Sirhan Sirhan than they, than they are to Robert F. Kennedy Sr. And uh, you, you take that to court, I think that that's true. Uh, also, the... Uh, Democrat Party is closer on the political spectrum. Robert F. Kennedy was anti-communist. He worked with uh, Senator Joe McCarthy on the anti-communist thing on, on uh, Capitol Hill, the, uh, the hearings and all that stuff. 
uh, as a young lawyer. He became the attorney general, naturally, when his brother was president. And, uh, and uh, Bobby Kennedy, murdered by Sirhan Sirhan, 1968. Oh, I should clarify, he was shot on June 5th. Uh, he lived past midnight, so he died on June 6th of 1968. Um, I just don't want to get any, you know, because <laughs> people will rightly correct me on that. Said, so, well, he died June 6th, that's true, but he was shot on June 5th, died on June 6th, um, and uh, never mind that. So now the, uh, the, the uh, Biden White House, Robert Kennedy Jr. announced Friday on Twitter, that's today, that the Biden administration has still not provided his campaign with Secret Service protection. Robert says, after several requests, they have received no response after 88 days. This is unconscionable. Robert Kennedy Jr., since the assassination of my father in 1968, candidates for president are provided Secret Service protection But not me, he wrote. Typical turnaround time for pro forma protection. The requests come from presidential candidates, and it's normally 14 days. And after 88 days, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. said, no response after several follow-ups by our campaign. The Biden administration just denied our requests. Secretary Mayorkas said, I have determined that Secret Service protection for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not warranted at this time. You know, uh, Bobby Kennedy didn't have, uh, his father didn't have Secret Service protection. He had uh, Rosie Greer and Rayford Johnson, famous uh, NFL athletes, providing his security. They were not professional security people. And uh, Bobby Kennedy was shot and killed. I believe four other people were shot that day at that hotel by... Sirhan Sirhan as well, who the Democrat parole board in uh, California uh, granted him parole. He's just sitting there tapping his foot in his cell saying, you know, uh, with his fingers interlaced, uh, saying, when are they going to let me on? I've got paroled. I got paroled. Uh, When is the governor, the racist that he is, going to ever let me out here? So uh, there you go. They're not not giving Bobby Kennedy Jr., Secret Service protection. I think, of, you know, of all circumstances, this might be one where you uh, grant Secret Service protection. Just saying. You know, comes with all kinds of good stuff, too. You know, you get uh, cars and drivers and, and all kinds of uh, good things. Uh, also, speaking of the Biden administration, they despise men and, uh, and masculinity. What is the word that the Democrats most frequently and commonly associate with the word masculinity? What is it? Toxic. That's right. Toxic masculinity. That's the word that the Democrats associate with masculinity because they believe women should be masculine and men should be feminine. Well, the Biden administration withholding key funding for schools, if the schools have archery programs— or hunting programs because, you know, the Democrats, their sons keep shooting and killing people in big cities across America, and they associate guns with their sons who keep shooting and killing people all over the place. And, uh, you know, if you're in Montana or North Dakota or Wyoming or a great many places in the United States, Minnesota, Wisconsin, you might have uh, courses in the schools because your kids are going to, when hunting season comes along, the family that hunts together and 
and all that stuff. And so in school, they would want to teach the kids uh, the protocols and safety like the National Rifle Association does, NRA courses for hunting safety and firearm safety and and everything. So uh, if schools have hunting programs or if they have archery programs, you know, like uh, Robin Hood, who doesn't love archery? Archery's fun. The Biden administration is leveling a direct attack on hunters' ability to pass down hunting to the newest generations, hunting expert tells Fox News Digital. So the Biden administration is blocking key funding, federal funding, earmarked under the Elementary and Secondary School uh, Education Act. The Naturally, it's called the ESEA, the ESEA. Uh, of uh, 1965, the Elementary and Secondary Education Act of 1965 for schools with hunting and archery programs because they want to emasculate everyone, sever the genitalia of children, genitally mutilate them, gender confuse them, and then, of course, uh, punish people that might engage in hunting or archery. You know, you have to call the herds of deer and, and certain other animals and in huge swaths of this gigantic country of ours. But uh, this is about uh, being anti-masculine, anti-man. Come and do something else for a change. Like someone who attacks you with a pointed stick. Pointed sticks? <laughs> oh, 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 we want to learn how to defend ourselves against pointed sticks, do we? Getting all iron mighty, eh? Fresh fruit not good enough for you, eh? According to federal guidance circulated among hunting education groups and shared with Fox News Digital, the so-called Department of Education, which uh, pushes gender transition and and twerking for kindergarten with transgender men pretending to be women, the Department of Education determined that under the bipartisan Safer Communities Act, that is the BSCA, I'm not kidding, they call it the, the BSCA, they couldn't be more ridiculous, Uh, Passed last year by the freakazoid, demented Democrats, school hunting and archery classes are precluded from receiving federal funding. The interpretation could impact millions of American children enrolled in such programs. It's a negative for children. As a former educator of 30-plus years, I was always trying to find a way to engage students, Tommy Floyd, the president of the National Archery in Schools program, told Fox News Digital in an interview. In many communities, it's a shooting sport, and the skills from shooting sports that help young people grow to be responsible adults. Democrats don't want that. They don't want to say they want demented, genitally mutilated adults. That's uh, what they're shooting for. More and more of that, please. They also benefit from relationships with role models. Sure. You've got every fish and wildlife agency out there working so hard to utilize every scrap of funding, not only for the safety and hunter education, but for the general understanding of why stewardship is so important. You know, nobody's more responsible with the great outdoors than hunters and fishermen. Uh, and uh, the Democrats know nothing about this. They think Central Park is a national park, uh, and, you know, uh, really, it's a, honestly, uh, you people, you people are completely nuts. 
So the importance of stewardship when it comes to natural resources, he continued. Any guidance where it's even considered a maybe or a prohibition for shooting sports is a huge negative. But that's your Democrat Party. So they're going to cut funding for schools because they hate children unless they're suffering from gender dysphoria, like all the Democrats. That's an amazing story. Uh, And no Secret Service for Bobby Kennedy because Democrats... You know, honestly. And it's the Democrats that are waging war against uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as well. Because every now and then he says uh, something um, that the Democrats disagree with. So they, they're going full Sirhan on him, I think, the Democrat Party. That would be good to see. That's the kind of talking point that members of Congress should come out and say. You know, they're, uh, again, they're closer to Sirhan Sirhan on the political spectrum than they are to Robert F. Kennedy Sr., and they're closer to uh, 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 Lee Harvey Oswald on the political spectrum than they are to John F. Kennedy. Um, but pay no attention, you know, fair play for Cuba. Uh, Obama down there sucking up to the Castro brothers, posing in front of wall-sized murals of Che Guevara because the Democrats are closer on the political spectrum to Lee Harvey Oswald than they are to John F. Kennedy. And they're closer to Sirhan Sirhan than they are to Bobby Kennedy. You know, uh, John F. Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy today would definitely be Republicans. That's just all there is to that. You know, take them from then before they were murdered uh, and uh, what they believed, that they would fit right in. They're to the right of Mitt Romney, that's for sure. That's for sure. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Imagine if uh, President Trump had denied Secret Service protection to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., President Trump in the White House, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. wants Secret Service protection. No, sorry, I don't think that's appropriate at this time. And he has the Department of Homeland Security Secretary come out and say, sorry, I don't think it's appropriate at this time. The media would self-immolate, perhaps on the steps of the Supreme Court, like a Democrat did last year on Earth Day. But never mind that. Yeah, President Trump denied Secret Service protection to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You can only imagine. All right, let's go to, uh, let's, uh, I love the Bud Light story. Hey, we've got so little time. Look what happened. I can't believe how much stuff the Democrats give me. It's a disgrace. All right, let's go. It turns out that uh, Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, Anheuser-Busch because of what this a woman, uh, this woman who went to Harvard and then the Wharton School, Alyssa Heinerscheid, she was the vice president in charge of uh, Bud Light. And uh, she said that uh, Bud Light is terrible because frat boys like it. And she's very resentful, bitter, maybe gender dysphoric woman. Well, Anheuser-Busch to lay off hundreds of workers, I call them employees, after Bud Light boycott hammers sales, ABC News headline. Now, it's not after the boycott so much. It's after an idiot that went to Harvard and the Wharton School named Alyssa Heinerscheid decided that, uh, well, you may remember what she said. Alyssa Heinerschat, about the terrible frat boy image of the most popular beer in Western civilization. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. Not true. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. Sure. The transgender um, uh, uh, demographic is what she was going for, Elisa Heinerscheid. Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor, and it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach. 
$27 billion she made disappear. Now Anheuser-Busch is laying off about 280 people. Uh, Modelo has uh, overtaken Bud Light as the top-selling beer in the United States of America. It's fine, but uh, this woman is a complete disaster, honestly. And Dylan Mulvaney, the transgender man who pretends he's a woman, even though he has all the man parts. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. As opposed to a face with your can on it, which is uh, sort of more normal. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney and uh, this uh, Harvard Wharton grad, Alyssa Heinerscheid, has since been fired, but not nearly quickly enough. Anheuser-Busch laying off roughly 380 employees. Everybody calls them workers now, the Sovietization. But they say that it's uh, apparently going to be uh, not, you know, production line people, but uh, senior management types, which would be better. They should fire them all. And they should fire Alyssa Heinerscheid again, even though they fired her a few weeks ago. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me um, a beer. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Yeah, Bud Light. Well, Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch set to lay off nearly 400 employees at its corporate offices. At its corporate offices. Because of slumping sales, uh, ABC blames the boycott. I blame a woman named Alyssa Heinerscheid that went to Harvard and the Wharton School. She was uh, featured in a glowing review in Ad Age last year as one of their 40 under 40. Bud Light's new leader, Alyssa Heinerscheid, now on the job. She's going to approach it in a new way. Boy, did she approach it in a new way. All right, let's go to the Secretary General of the United Nations because this is pretty funny. His name is... Uh, Secretary General Antonio Guterres, and he went on a tear uh, yesterday because, you know, it's summertime and it's hot in the Northern Hemisphere. They don't say anything about it when it's hot in the Southern Hemisphere. Here's the Secretary General of the United Nations. Climate change is here, it is terrifying, and it is just the beginning. Terrifying. The era of global warming has ended, The the era of global boiling has arrived. Global boiling. The air is unbreathable. It's unbreathable. The heat is unbearable. And the level of fossil fuel profits and climate inaction is unacceptable. Fossil fuel profits. The profits are unacceptable. That means he's going to you know, find a plan to steal other people's money because he's a leftist. Hottest July ever signals end of, excuse me, era of global boiling has arrived, says the UN chief. And she amazing reminded us naturally of uh, Congresswoman Katie Porter. I told my nine-year-old daughter that I was going to be speaking with you. And I said, what do you think about climate change? And she said, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. Sure. And I asked her how that made her feel. And she said it made her feel angry. Some parents might have comforted their child. <laughs> but she wants an angry, suicidal, Jonestown-style death cult climate apocalypse apocalypse lunatic as a a child. And uh, now the Secretary General of the UN. It's terrifying. You can't breathe the air. Global boiling. Going to have to steal other people's profits. Every story eventually comes to an end. 
This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge Seasons 1 and 2 of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen.